For sure. And we're just being honest, just being like, hey, you know what? Life clapped us. Life yeah. slapped me in the face, but we back. back. It's not about how many times you fall down. Oh. It's about how many times oh you get back up then and keep moving forward. Don't do this, man. Oh, my I'm glad that someone from your generation actually remembers that reference. <laughs> up everyone this is the pt3 this is prab waleed and unfortunately michael is not able to make it today because of some previous commitments but we're glad to be back man waleed how do you feel i'm feeling good i'm feeling good how you feeling man feeling good man it's been a been a hot minute but glad it's to finally get back in here mm-hmm. that's why i kind of miss doing this um but we've been kind of preoccupied <laughs> where have Quite we a, been yes where, where have we been that's that's the golden question right now yeah i think uh for the people listening right now um not sure if you guys know but we recently graduated a few months ago mm-hmm. and we were uh, physiotherapy residents so we started working as physiotherapists and um well since that started there's been a bit of a adjustment period and learning curve in terms of adulting and balancing everything and some things unfortunately took the back burner aka the podcast that we you know we started during the pandemic but it it was hard to keep up right like we were just balancing so many things and now we're trying to get back into it and um just doing it the best way we can uh willie how's the experience been for you you know starting working you know what um i think you pretty much like Nailed it, man. Like, um, it's been, it's been very intense. I think, um, we graduated back in October, I want to say there's, so there's a lot of like things that were picking up towards the end of the school. Like you got to make sure that, you know, apply for our license and all these, like there was a lot of deadlines that we were trying to meet in, in order to make sure that the graduation like went smoothly. And then I don't know, like, like you, like I jumped right into work also, right. As soon as I graduated. Um, so ever since like we graduated and something that you guys will also learn that are the PT students and PT, you know, want to become physiotherapists is that October, November, December is a very, very hot month for physios. Holy, very hot, man. Like super intensely busy because everyone's using their, their coverage. Everyone wants to book in before their benefits replenish in the new year. And that's when we started. So we kind of got thrown headfirst into a full patient caseload, which basically means we were working like yeah. eight, sometimes nine hours a day, right? Exactly. Uh, back to back. And it was just a lot. But yeah. well, we're back. Um, and and we're trying we, to, we were trying to figure... I, 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 I won't speak for you or for Michael, um, but I think for myself, the biggest thing was... And whenever there's a big transition for me in life, I try to take my time to really understand every process that kind of goes into it um, and make sure that I devote a lot of my energy towards it. Unfortunately, that can lead to a lot of like mismanagement of time and, yeah, you know, a little bit of not burnout, but like a lot of energy towards just one thing. Yes. And um, now that I have a good grasp of how I kind of process and what kind of goes into this and um, a better grasp at time management and um, all these things. Um, now it's like time to restore that balance um, 
and try to implement some strategies to get back into things that you know we were doing before because before it was a student life and balancing school assignments and all these things and yeah. then recording a podcast but the professional world is completely different it's completely different than the student yeah like what would you say your biggest takeaway has been from your last two months working my biggest takeaway uh, from the last two months is the um, is basically managing back to back like patients right like before yeah. it's always been like you had a supervisor or someone kind of over your shoulder and you're doing things within their supervision now you're your own supervisor and you're kind of leading everything and in terms of how you're charting which is a huge part yeah. of your of a physio's life you gotta chart quite a bit and two you gotta be able to understand how you're treating every time you're dealing with every patient you gotta understand their unique needs and all these things and while that time is going with that patient you have to be aware of the time but not make it so obvious that you're aware of the time yeah. right because then the patient's gonna be like okay this guy just wants to leave in X amount of time like you have to be present but also be very very I guess tight on your schedule in order to make yeah. sure that it works for everyone for sure. because what ends up happening which was happening quite a bit for me in the first couple of weeks first month probably is the fact that I was trying to um, I basically stayed extra for uh, like I stayed past my schedule in order to accommodate patients because I was running late if I spend extra time with one so um, that was a skill that you have to like really develop it. and yeah. it's like you really you really need to like develop that like it takes time but you obviously you get you get into the group of things and like yeah. I said like those are the things that kind of occupy our time so how about you man what is um, what is something that you feel like was the biggest takeaway for you like being in the field for like two or three months now so yeah man my biggest takeaway has it's kind of interesting but it's been um, I kind of overvalued the importance of the technical aspect of physio when I was in school like whether that's the actual technique in which I'm doing some type of hands-on treatment like a massage technique or you know something like that um, I realized that's actually much less important than the interpersonal skills and the active listening actually trying to take into consideration what's important to the patient their goals almost like those those soft communication skills right um, I realized that if I can make a patient feel heard, understood, and safe during my treatment session with them, especially the first time, a lot of times. By safe, I mean a lot, a lot of times when a patient walks into a therapist's clinic or even any uh, setting where there's that power dynamic, right? As someone coming to me for care, they're in need. And so there's that power dynamic. So if they don't feel safe they don't feel understood or validated by me then that already impacts the relationship and they're probably less likely to um one actually listen to me right to actually do what i recommend them to do and also lots of research shows that the way that someone feels about their treatment and their condition actually makes a huge difference in their prognosis so sometimes there's there's times where someone just is getting better because they are educated in a way that makes them feel like they're actually going to improve 
right? right? Not saying that the technical things we do don't do anything, right? But I really understood the value of connecting with the person before, um, I don't know, doing a specific mobilization or mm. massage technique. Like that, that has been my go-to and... I, and to me, honestly, it was the reason why people were coming back more so than what I would say my technical skills were at the time. Because right. as much as we've learned during our internships, we have been working two, three months, right? So right. we're going to we're going to keep evolving in that technical aspect. But yeah. the first thing I noticed straight out of the jump is my previous experiences, not even just in physio, but in life, prepared me for the the person-to-person connection that's so valuable in this field. So that's what yes. my biggest yes. takeaway has been. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy when you're saying that it's actually um, like the interpersonal skills are so big because if you think about it, even if you have, let's say you're seeing six patients a day, right? Five, six patients, even three, whatever it is. This, those are like four to five different people, right? Exactly. That you're dealing with. More than anything, physio is a people first kind of service. Yes. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of technicality that goes into it and uh, a lot of assessment, a lot of prescribing and all these things. But you, you, we, we um, unfortunately, we don't prioritize developing those interpersonal skills, right? Like think about sure. how we were when we were actually in internships, right? Every patient comes in, we're thinking, oh, like this person has this diagnosis, therefore I should practice this like particular mobilization or this yep. particular assessment technique or maybe I should do some hands-on. Oh, I want to know how to do a release for this. But we're not even focusing on who's in front of us. Yeah. Right? We, we turn them into a practice field. Obviously, like, it's important, but they, like, they turn into our, like, playing ground almost to practice the technical skills. Yeah, exactly. But when we are on our own, they're not, they're no longer, oh, let's practice you have to implement those skills while also making sure that it's not awkwardly silent. <laughs> yeah, like imagine uh, not even just today. Actually, I had a situation where I was doing a maneuver, but I was I always explain why I'm doing what I'm doing. Like while I I just start to do that that manipulation or mobilization or whatever I'm doing because it helps the person again like i was saying feel safe right and right after i said that they said you know what i'm, I'm so glad you did that because lots of times i've gone to certain physios or chiros and they just do their thing uh, for like five minutes 15 minutes however long and then i just walk out but i never really have any understanding of what just happened and the fact that you actually told me made it made me actually understand more and then to me just like it's just which is like what you were saying right i focused on the person in front of me and that person understood and appreciated that i did that for them right so it yeah. yeah you gotta you gotta make sure you're always thinking about the person in front of you first right. and foremost yeah yeah like i was um it's actually true like i had a conversation with a patient um today and we were just talking about you know like what makes a good clinician not just in physio not in any particular field we're not going to throw any profession under the bus but i asked her a question i was like what makes a good clinician and what makes a bad clinician. And this is from the perspective of a patient. She said, when we think of someone, and she just used the word doctor, but this is not the same that there aren't good doctors out there, but for her, a bad doctor or a bad clinician is someone who basically comes in, listens a little, gives a prescription of something and leaves. Usually five to 10 minutes, leaves yeah right 
and the patient's just sitting there like, okay, like this pain, I've been feeling this pain for like a month and now like you just, you know, gave me this one thing and then that's it. Like, like they kind of left a, like, like they have so many questions, right? So she's like a bad condition yeah. to me, someone who doesn't necessarily listen to what I'm actually saying. Rather, they already have a preconceived notion of what they're going to do as soon as they walk in before they see me and they just give me that and leave. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. For me, like, I was like, wow, that's, that's huge. Yeah, it's just a little bit of effort, man, right? Like, exactly. just a little tiny bit of effort. Like, okay, this person actually sees me as a human and not a freaking prescription. <laughs> you know? Exactly. No, that's, and that's the thing. Like, for yeah. a patient, from a patient, but, and I'm not saying, like, don't develop your technical skills. I, I highly, highly recommend that you become the best version of whoever it is that you want to be as a professional. But... A patient has diff- like and this is one patient I'm not saying every patient believes this but a patient has said a good clinician versus a bad clinician the only difference is communication like how yeah. well can you make me feel like you understand what I'm dealing with yeah. and while understanding that you're giving me something that kind of fits with my life yeah rather for than sure. just throwing like what if what if you're like your prescription is all exercise and that's it and the patient's like I have never believed that exercise works for me and all that like they need education they need exactly time. you can't just be like okay yeah do shoulder presses do push ups do some squats do some clamshells and then we'll see you next week for your low back pain or whatever it is yeah. right if the patient's like I'm not really into it you fail as a clinician there to, to that person you're yeah. a bad clinician because exactly. they're confused yeah so I agree with you. Communication is a huge part of our life and the way that we talk and educate has to fit to every patient that comes in. It can't just be your own style and what you feel like doing. You have to adapt. And I think that's that's a huge part of our life. You have to adapt. That's, that's deep, bro. Yeah. You that's have to listen. Like you said, you said it, active listening. If you don't, then the patient's going to be misunderstood. Then you, then you lost. You already lost. You already, you, already, lost. You, you already lost, exactly. It doesn't matter how much you know at that point. So yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on um, these, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's like diagrams or the notion that like however much you present to the patient on the first day, like however much information you give, there's like a huge decay like by like, I don't know what the numbers are, but I want to say like 50% of information decay from the first initial like assessment oh yeah like, they, well, what I mean, your they, don't rem- they don't remember right they're not they gonna remember, remember everything of course yeah, not how many times did we have to go and revise and memorize and test each other on this that topic to make it stick in our heads right that's so true so like we're at, we're not going to we're not expecting them to come back and like know everything we're, we're okay with reiterating like, like i'm okay with reiterating every single appointment saying hey you know what this is what a tendinosis is or like this is what a rotator cuff is you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i'm okay with repeating that but even just the fact that i took the time to slowly explain it to you it's mm-hmm. it's even just that idea that that comes off as okay this person like cares yeah exactly no it's true like i think like what i took away from it was the fact that like you know like if that's the if i don't remember much right from looking at a whole textbook and i gotta memorize a lot of things for the upcoming test or something like that you have to have bullet points of things that you need to remember from each section that's really really important so yeah. if that's the way that i approach it as a student 
patients are kind of like students too. They want to learn about themselves. So bullet point it. If you can get them to understand one or two things just about why they are the way that they are and why they're doing one or two exercises, the adherence to the program and the adherence to their commitment to being better, I found, has been more effective. Yeah. And you, you do that every time you see them. 100%. You don't have to throw 100 points at the first time. You're just going to be overwhelmed. Yeah. They should know they the basics of, hey, we're doing this. We're going to release this area. We're going to ease the pain in this way. And we're going to pair that with this exercise, which helps you in this way. You don't need to remember that, but this is just... We're telling you what we're doing and we're getting you on board, right? That's all. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I find myself, like, saying words like, oh, the serratus is weak. Oh, yeah, like, your infraspinatus is not firing. And the patient is looking at my face like, like, what are you saying? Yeah, you like, so I'm like, like, I get really dumb, bro. Like, I, I, I talk like, I really dumb it down. I'm like, yeah, so mm-hmm. this little muscle at the back here is called infraspinatus and it moves your head up the, or your shoulder this way. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> moves your head. Moves your head. <laughs> bro, I need to revisit my anatomy. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? The head of the humerus. Anyways. Whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, like good takeaways, communication, time management, being able to manage your back-to-back sessions, right? Like, like conveniently. Chart. I got a chart. <laughs> but yeah, I got a chart. Yeah. I got a chart after this too. I got a chart. I really seriously need to chart after this. I have a whole day worth that I didn't do yet. Uh, man, why'd you remind me? It just hurts. But yeah, just like, that's what we were saying, guys. Like, it's not just what we're doing in the clinic, right? It's like all the education, the research, the courses, the charting and paperwork after we're done mm-hmm. seeing people that has like eaten up into our time. But we're still mm-hmm. trying to do this podcast. We're still out here trying oh, to no, record content. Try anymore. We will do the podcast. We are now doing the we podcast. Have, we are. We have found the footing. Like, yeah, like there's going to be times where like the schedules and stuff is not going to line up. That's fine. We're going to make time for it because this is important yeah continue like we said communication is is a skill that we got to continue to develop for sure and we're just being honest being like hey you know what life clapped us life slapped me in the face but we back Back. it's not about how many times you fall down it's about how many times you get back up and keep moving forward (laughs) don't do this man oh I'm glad that someone from your generation actually remembers that reference. (laughs) Speaking of keep moving forward, future directions for the PT3. So just some light points that we wanted to talk about. Sometimes we're going to be shooting episodes with just two of us. Today, Michael was working a bit late. We couldn't get him in, but it's fine. We still want to get some stuff out. So occasionally you might get Waleed and Michael. You might get Michael and me. You might get me and Waleed, but we're still going to get that content out to you guys and in terms of the actual content itself we're trying to expand and get more people involved so not just specifically you know physiotherapy physical health etc we're going to try to get some more widespread information and professionals in the health and wellness field so anyone who just wants some general knowledge on how to better take care of themselves physically mentally spiritually uh Mm -hmm. you guys can come to the pc3 as a one-stop shop for all that information right because that's what we're all trying to do as well it's all about health it's all about taking care of yourself and elevating yourself right so that's what that's what we're trying to do with future directions wise and we're trying to you know get back on our routine get a couple episodes uh, maybe like one or two episodes a month at least 
Yeah. Uh, anything else will lead? What do you think? Future directions think, wise? Um, no, like you, again, like I said, like you, you said it well, like, um, the one thing that I would like to just add on is the fact that we're gonna, we're gonna now introduce a little shift in the way that we're gonna present the information. We're gonna, we're gonna still get the guests on. We're still gonna learn about different professions and stuff, but we're now gonna use the information and stuff that we gather from our very very young careers, along with um, other professionals that come on the podcast, and actually provide you with tips and things that you can actually use right now to implement in your life to address whatever it is that you're experiencing. Perfect. Keeping in mind, obviously, that whatever we're providing is just a discussion and and an exchange of opinions and all these things. But I would still, yep. I'm gonna still provide a disclaimer right down. We will include it in our show notes too. That this is not the end all be all. Still see the professionals in person um, to get an understanding of your own unique um, presentation. You can implement some of these strategies, but don't take it as medical advice as always for sure man it's it's exciting times we're back on it took some time but we're back yeah we're gonna keep we're gonna keep this one this one kind of short just a bit of a catch-up reintroduction um Mm -hmm. bringing things back but we're gonna see you guys for the next one hopefully we can get all three of us on for this one and uh it's a pretty exciting topic so we're gonna keep it a surprise though we don't want to give too much away too quickly exactly and i hope everyone is is out there another like we we were busy for the last few months. I hope the Omarion virus, like you, know, you guys, were all safe from all that, um, and your family members and everyone was. Oh, sorry, Omicron. Omarion. Uh, <laughs> Holy. Um, I hope everyone was safe from it though. Um, yeah. All jokes aside, um, I hope everyone has been safe, enjoyed their holidays hopefully like the lockdown from the gyms and all these things is not like throwing you off your routine too much stay safe out there everyone be healthy keep moving forward yeah keep moving forward everyone just and if it's okay to drop off just get back on it it's okay that's my motto we all do we all yep. we fell off right Thanks. we fell off too but we're back now we back now. yeah guys this has been the PT3 this probably will lead today Next time it's going to be probably Michael's Michael. Year Michael's year in Michael's spirit. spirit. He's talking to. We'll leave a moment of silence for him at the end. But um, <laughs> we'll, see you, we'll see you guys next time. All right. Take care, everyone. Peace.